Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you can get us at multiple ways. You can find us on Twitter, uh, Marsha Collier. I am at Real Mark Cohen. Our Facebook page, ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com. And if you want to look us up and call us, you can do that. Check out the website. Uh, Marsha, how are you? And welcome. And if you're going to tweet us during the show, please use the hashtag TechRadio. And I want to say hi to Jim Katzman, Uncle Bill, Marvin. It's good to see everybody out there. And tweet us. We'll answer during the show. We will absolutely do that. How was your week? Uh, good. I got the phone lines fixed. So the that's a good thing. The oh, yeah. Line. You were Remember having we phone had, issues. Right. Yeah. Right. You're having big issues we had with problems. phone lines. Right. We had problems. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, excellent. Uh, other than that, I think it's been a bit of a quiet week. A lot of stuff going on with Amazon this week. A lot of Amazon in the news. All, you Do know, you, know, you say things. a lot of stuff going on every week? There is a lot of stuff going on every week. Yeah, but you say yeah. it every week. <laughs> yeah, okay, so thank you for pointing it out to me and hey, to the rest of our audience. Hey, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. I'm listening to you. <laughs> you know, it's okay, because every morning I listen to the KTLA Morning News, and Sam Rubin, who's the movie guy, Every yeah. morning comes on and says the same thing. We got the biggest stars you've ever seen in your life. So I figure if it's good enough for he Sam Rubin. He says that every morning, really. Every single morning he comes on. We I'm got the best have stars to tweet you've ever to him. seen. Let me yeah. write this down. Sam Rubin, yeah. huh? Sam Rubin, okay, KTLA right. Morning News. Yeah, and he does. It. And it's funny because I think about it and I laugh about it every morning. He goes, "We've got the best guests ever." He says, "I don't know who they are, but we've got the best guests ever." So <laughs> that's his opening every morning. So uh, other than that, yeah, lots of stuff going on this week. Uh, apparently, New York City got into the uh, cyber uh, security business. Well, I, I saw this article and I immediately thought of Uncle Bill, one of our longtime listeners, and. This is great because I'm sure Uncle Bill uses Wi-Fi when he goes around the city or goes to Starbucks or goes to local bodega, whatever. Um, so it's going to be an app called NYC Secure, and it'll launch this summer, and Mayor de Blasio is in charge of this. Um, it's the first of his tools in the suite of cybersecurity offerings to protect residents against malicious online activity. So the app will alert smartphone users to potential threats on their devices and offer tips for how to stay secure. But, you well, know, tips, tips, tips are good. I mean, you can get tips from us. But the important thing is it'll let you know when you're on a malicious Wi-Fi network, which is really important, uh, how to nav uh, when you should navigate away from a compromised website or uninstalling a malicious app. This is going to be a great thing. It's going to be very useful to the residents of New York. The city's also going to beef up security over the public Wi-Fi networks. And, I mean, let's face it, public Wi-Fi app networks are where people who have bad ideas are going to go. So, New York City, congratulations, and lucky Uncle Bill. I wish they had this in Los Angeles. Yeah, we'll maybe able, we will yeah, get that at that some be point. Great? Oh yeah, well, we're we're t Uncle Bill says he's always on Wi-Fi, so there you go, Uncle Bill. Well, excellent. Tweet, uh, also, hello to uh, this is a name I haven't seen before, Rich Turani. Ter I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Who apparently is listening to the show today? Is that someone you know, Marcia? 
I do know Rich, and he didn't show up for some reason on tchat.io. Hiya, Uncle. Oh, yeah. Hiya, Kurt and Tom Rubin. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah I'm and Rich Durrani, I'm sorry I didn't see you, but thanks for stopping by. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, that, that's kind of interesting because the cyber, the cyber hacking thing is getting out of control. I mean, it's totally getting out of control, and clearly we can't do anything about it. I mean, every major company is getting hacked these days, so it really creates a, a problem. You, uh, and I know that I use the MyFitnessPal. I haven't used it in a long time. Well, you know, but, my fitness pal, wait a minute. That's been around forever. Wasn't that oh, for like the time. first the first app that ever came out, really? And yeah, then it was bought dieting. by Under Armour. Then it was bought by Under Armour, the right, uh, correct. sports clothing athletic apparel people. Correct. And it's really an inter- I mean it's an interesting app. I used it a number of years ago. You know, it's got a very wide database of restaurants and, you know, foods that you can put in and calories and, and I haven't used it in a long time, but it was a very, very good app. And uh again, a gigantic data breach this year. Three billion hacks in let's see, uh uh Yahoo well, a couple this, of years ago had three particular, billion. The particular my fitness pal yeah, it was, like 140 it was 150 million people. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's but a lot then of you can talk about yeah. Then you said uh, three billion Yahoo accounts in 2013. Yeah, that was in two, yeah. and uh, 412 million users of adult websites run by California-based Friend Finder networks in 2016. Uh, interesting that that you know. But I mean, there's so many more, and I still recommend everybody to go to Have I Been Pwned website. Right. And you put in your email address, and it will let you know. It's a very useful website. And uh, I mean, J.P. Morgan Chase, eight, 83 million people. It, it's just, it's out of not to mention, of course, what not Experian. What's the other one? Equifax. The Equifax, Equifax yeah. which we never volunteered our information for Equifax. They just took it. Oh, well, of course not. Uh, you know, they're <sighs> taking account usernames, email addresses, scam- uh, scrambled passwords, uh, in the case of the My Fitness app, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, payment card data. Now, I'm you know, just I- saying, if any app asks you for your social security number or your driver's right. n- license number, uh, in the words of Nancy Reagan, I say, just say no. This is not, this isn't just something, you know, it was interesting. Remember when doctors started to request your social security number? Oh, sure. Okay. I never gave it to them. I I would walk, when they'd say you didn't fill it in, I'd say, why do you need it? It has nothing to do. You have my insurance card number. You have all that. You do not need my social, and I never gave it to a doctor. That's Because I saw, no. yeah, I said, was can you think of a reason? No, I mean, other than if it's <laughs> Medicare, you know, they needed to, uh, but well, you have no, a Medicare, Medicare card. you have a Medicare card. Yeah, right, you have a Medicare card. I don't know. Does your social, you know, I don't know uh, whether your uh, Social Security number shows up on your Medicare card or not. Well, actually, the new cards do not show it, but your Social Security number has nothing to do with you receiving medical care no, from anybody. That's, true. that's actually so, very true. You were way ahead I, of your time in doing that. I mean, I was, you know, the first time I saw it, I said, what the heck? What do you need this for? This is Well, ridiculous. I will tell you, the, th- the thing you really want to be, you know, I come, my day job is in the financial services, and I have gotten emails 
from companies, and I remember I got one a couple of years ago from Wells Fargo, said, oh, we just want to check your account, you know, and it was the best-looking phishing thing I have literally ever seen. And it, and I kind of took a double take and said, wait a minute, this well, looks real. Well, you worked for Wells Fargo, too. Well, I did, yeah, for in those days I did. And I looked at it and I said, wait, what? This really looked real to me. Now, of course, I didn't click on it. I didn't go through the steps of doing it. And often what you can see is if you get the email, just look at the sender of the email. Because generally, the sender of the email is not, in this case, Wells Fargo. It was something with the Wells Fargo name at yahoo.com or, you know, somebody that's trying to scam you. So you can always look at the sender to see, and that often tells you that you're looking at a fraudulent piece of information. Well, speaking of email... Speaking of emails from banks, okay, so I have had a card with Citibank. I have two cards mm -hmm. with Citibank. One has a very high credit limit. The other one has a low credit limit. And I really don't care because I pay off the bills every month. I'm not charging right. $20,000 a month. Yep. But every month I get an email from Citibank, update your credit information so we can right. give you a higher credit limit. Of course. I don't want a higher credit limit. Leave me alone. Then yeah. once a month, I also get a piece of direct mail asking me to, we want to help you out. We want to raise that credit. I don't want to raise my credit limit. Yeah. I pay my bills. What else do you need? I, yeah. um, I, I, banks need to stop doing that. Oh, sure. well, that's how they get a lot of their business. And for yeah, those who I'm don't know. Yeah, but I'm saying there's so many bad deed doers out there who are sending out the same type of emails. It can fool too many people. Banks need well, to right. stop. And you want to be careful because while you may not pay, if you, can, if you are unable to pay your bill in full, I get it. But you're also paying upwards of 23% a year in interest. It still amazes me that the federal government has allowed the banks to continue to right. charge these rates. Right. Uh, and the 20%, I mean, realize if you owe $10,000 on your credit card, $2,300 a year is going to pay your credit card uh, interest rate. It's ridiculous. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. So just be careful. But, you know, Not that we do finance okay. on the show. but We absolutely need a theme song for Elon Musk. Your favorite segment? It's my favorite segment of the show. So if we have any composers out there who want to give us you know, a 15-second Elon Musk musical piece, we'd be yeah, glad to. Excellent. And we, we have to have it royalty-free. We have to take it yes, royalty-free because right. no, we that's don't, right. you know. So in Elon Musk news this week, and I just... What's new? It just gets better and better. Tesla voluntarily recalls 123,000 <laughs> Model S cars over the, a faulty steering component. It seems that the bolts that hold the steering wheel on or do something are failing, and people aren't used to not having power steering. Because no, I remember when I was a kid, I remember not having power steering, mm -hmm. but people today aren't, and they're losing control of the car. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem very important. I mean, is that is that an important thing? The bolt for the steering? <laughs> it doesn't doesn't seem uh, important doesn't at all. Doesn't seem all that important to me. Yeah, I know uh, that's that's a drum roll. Uh, but isn't I mean, that all of the cars they've actually produced, 123,000? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, so they're recalling everything. It's the cars built before April 2016. Oh, okay. So, so after that, it was three cars. So there's right, not a exactly. lot to worry about out there. Yeah. Exactly. And the stock is just just falling apart. 
It's yeah. just falling apart. A lot of issues going um, on. I mean, and he's got debt coming due that there is mm-hmm. no money for. It. There's nothing yeah. to pay pay yeah. his debt. It's going to be very uh, interesting. You know, to see. I don't know. You know, if I I don't know about gambling and finance, but I think he's gambling big time. And then, mm-hmm. one of his other companies, SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Got a green light from the FCC to launch thousands of satellites, blanketing yep. the globe with broadband. Doesn't yep. that sound exciting? Doesn't that sound uh, like yeah. SpaceX has their stuff together? It sounds like it I to mean, me. Yeah, I mean, it was a month from the FCC chairman who was very excited at the prospect of a U.S.-based company being authorized such a constel- constellation like this. It literally is a constellation because they're supposed to launch 4,425 satellites. Satellites, right. Right. And and this is supposed to give Internet to everybody. Now, on face value, this sounds yeah, not bad. Awesome. This, this, this could cool. be really awesome, right? Yeah, right. Um, one of the things the whole thing hangs by is that SpaceX launches half of this net of this constellation of satellites in six years okay half part of the agreement is that no (laughs) part of the agreement is that spacex launch half of its proposed satellites within six years now the last satellites he did send up there were two on the rocket so i went ahead and did the math (laughs) 412 years well, if you take 4,425 yep. and that divide that, <laughs> let's, let's, oh, I, I divided it by two. Now I have to do the math again. Wait a minute. Okay. okay so we'll we got four, give me the numbers, 4,425. 4, and if they launch two at a time. Wait, divided by, let's forget the two, divided by six. Okay. No, they have to do. I had the right one in the. In the beginning. <laughs> well, I'm such an idiot. It's okay, okay, you're 4, pretty. You're pretty. It's 4, okay. 4,425 divided by two yep. is 2,212. That's correct. Okay, now divide that by six years. Yeah. That means he has to launch 368.75 per year. Right. Now there are 365 days in a year. Okay. Does that math really work? I, I guess mean, you'd be have to be shooting them up every other every other day. Although it does seem like every time I turn around, they're shooting up another one. So who knows? Right, but but if you think about it, that means like almost every other day they have to yeah. be doing this. Yeah. The, the math it, it just sounds like Elon Musk math to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question: Are there ever, say, driverless cars? black driverless cars sitting in front of your house with guys in black from maybe Tesla keeping an eye on you? Keeping an eye I on mean, me? Yeah, um, you specifically, you. you know, yeah. I, I don't think so. But but in, in our other news, there was what, more SpaceX news. It seemed that in October 20, uh, 2017, they found that SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket burned a 560-mile hole in the atmosphere. Ooh. In the ionosphere, in the ionosphere. Yeah. Um, So, so it burned this hole. Long story short. Uh, Bottom line, yeah, it'll probably heal up, and it didn't have disastrous effects on the environment, and Mm -hmm. it's not likely, and it's likely that future launches won't 
have bad results either, but... Well, that would be nice. That would <laughs> but, be nice. When there's a large chunk of plasma missing from the ionosphere, <laughs> GPS accuracy takes a hit. Uh -oh. According to a report in the journal Space Weather, the hole left by Falcon 9 have, may have caused an error of a few feet in the GPS services for its duration. Under no. the right conditions, it's possible that the rocket caused holes in the ionosphere could throw off GPS calculations by more than 65 feet. Once again, thank you, Elon Musk, for taking care of us. <laughs> you know, that reminds me, and I forgot to mention this to you. I, I've been talking about my, my Internet woes for years, about how I live in an area where there's no cable. So today... Right. I am having installed, and this is, they're somehow affiliated with DISH, but it has nothing to do with DISH, and I'm not working with them through DISH, but HughesNet has a new satellite called the Gen 5. So they're putting it up on my house today. I will get, for the very low price of $110 a month, 25 megabits per second. We'll see how it works. Right now I get five, so I'm going to have to pay 110 bucks a month, but at this point, because I don't, you know, I don't have another choice. And, you know, if you want to ever watch 4K TV, you can't do 4K TV with a 5 megabyte uh, signal. You can watch Netflix with it. So I'll keep everybody posted because the uh, the satellite, you know, it's a small satellite dish like, like we're used to with our dish network, but it's, a, it's done through the satellite. And I'm hoping it works, even though I don't <laughs> want to pay double. You know, I mean, what do you, yeah, we've talked about this. You have Time Warner. Is that who your cable is? Yeah, I, I pay a ridiculous amount of money. I pay like $170, but that includes TV. Yeah, and so, phone and yeah. everything else, right? Yeah, yeah so I don't know Dodger how that breaks games. down. Because the I know only my way daughter you can see Dodger, Dodger yeah, games. Yeah, that is. To have I'm coming over to your house right? for the Dodger games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my daughter pays 50 bucks a month for 100 megabits per second. I'm paying 110 a month for 25 megabits. Do the math just like you just did. That's not as good. But what am I going to do? You know, so I'll, I'll keep everybody posted and let you know how it's called HughesNet Gen 5, and it is satellite internet, as we were just talking about. So it'll be interesting to see whether it's any good or not. You know, hopefully, so, hopefully it is. So um, Facebook didn't have enough problems this week. No, they didn't. No, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. The stock's like in the toilet con they're fine. compared to yeah. where it was. Yeah. Um, but what I found fascinating was the fact that they felt there was a need to sell a home speaker, a smart speaker. God, we need another one. Don't we need another one just like oh, Alexa? We do. I mean, I'm yeah, thinking we need this, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Of course And we the do. social network had hoped to show off the devices in May at F8 conference. Mm -hmm. um, they have a whole bunch of new hardware products, connected speakers with digital assistance and video chat capabilities. Um, yeah, I don't know how fast those are going to be adopted by people. Uh, I mean, who cares? Wh why I, I they went into it, except they had that know. drive to get more data on people. And I well, would not right. personally, tr I would not let a Facebook device in my house. Have you seen any of the sales? Because I haven't, and I haven't looked, so I'm asking. You know, as a lawyer, you're never supposed to ask a question you don't know the answer to. But have you seen the um, Google Home sales? How that's done? No, I haven't. That's interesting. Yeah, I, that would be. I'd be curious to see how that's done because, of course, and how Alexa's about Apple? Do you know? And uh, in terms of sales of what of their home device? Yeah, yeah, of their home device. 
Yeah, no, I haven't actually looked at sales to see, you know, how they are, what they look like. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see, though, how, yeah. you know, I can't, I, I can't I don't see, get it. and I can't see new figures. Everything I see was January after the holidays, and right. 7.6 million Google Home products sold in Q4 2017. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it so amazes me. So there's that, and then there's. Alexa, which so many people have. You have it. I have it. I love it. And, I actually and then love it, yeah. the Apple device, which does nothing else new. And right. now Facebook. To me, it's just going to be another intrusion from Facebook. What can I say? Yeah, I do feel sorry for Zuckerberg because he used you to feel carry so, the richest well, guy wait, well, on wait. the friggin' planet. <laughs> wait, hang on, hang on. He used to be able to carry about a half a million dollars in cash on him in his wallet. Now, because the stock's gone down, he can only carry like a quarter of a million in cash in his wallet. So he's taking a big hit there. You know, I'm just saying, you got to feel sorry for the guy. Was he worth $100 billion? Uh, yeah. So uh, that's our latest news on all the people that we hate and all the things that we hate. Um, but, uh, you know, we were, uh, we were going to talk about uh, tech support. From, yeah, well, uh, you know, Microsoft, because it is really hard to, really hard to get tech support from Microsoft. So, you know, what did you find have, out? Well, you know, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm you know, I, I, it seems like every week it's either you or I that have uh, issues with our computers, but I'm pulling it up again. I had it, and it went away. Okay, so um, what you want to do, it, Microsoft does have the ability on the actual computer to give you a virtual assistant to help you. Uh, so they have a built-in help app for Windows 10, uh, you type in the word help in Cortana, which Cortana is a pretty cool thing, I have to say. It works pretty well. Uh, and then you click on a search result that says get help. Or you can go down to the start button, scroll down to the app list, and click on get help. A virtual assistant comes up, says, hi, I'm Microsoft Virtual Agent. I'm still in training. I'd love to help you. You can also ask to talk to a person at any time. So then you type in your issue. At the bottom, you type in, you know, I have... Uh, Microsoft Word, and I can't get it to do thus and such. Uh, a window will then pop up, and a virtual agent will try to resolve your issue. You type a description of the problem you're having, click the right arrow menu, and press Enter on your, uh, on your keyboard to send to your message. They will then give you a list of potential issues that may be fixable. You know, activate Office, renew Office, you know, whatever you have to do. And then depending upon your problem, this Next screen will suggest different topics, categories related to that issue. And at the end of the day, if all of those things don't work, uh, it and it will help you troubleshoot some of those issues, you can So it's a virtual simply, agent, basically. It's, yes, it's a vir yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's a virtual agent, and it will see if your problem has been solved. And if it isn't solved, it then says there's a little link that you can click that says talk to a person. Talk and to you a will be an Gold. actual real person. So, and it's kind of nice, you know, because they, that is a nice way of doing it. You know, their database is extensive, so it gives you the opportunity to go into Microsoft's database and find problems. And I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, you and I have been doing this for a long time in the tech area. But I have friends all the time ask me a question like, "Well, how do you do this? I don't understand." Well, you know what? Just go into Google and type, how do I do this? And you will right. get a million answers to your questions. And people don't realize how simple it really is sometimes to get tech advice. Um, you know, And Microsoft has a good support community. You can send a message to the support community and see if this has been a known problem. 
uh, and it works extremely well. So, you know, I give kudos to uh, Microsoft well, for doing I have this. Well, I have to tell you, this is so funny. We have a new listener, S.V. Senak, or Sen- welcome to the show, just yes, said, welcome. hope this virtual agent isn't Clippy, the old MS helper. Yeah, Yo, right. I Remember used to Clippy? like Clippy. Yeah, I liked Clippy. I thought yeah. Clippy was so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Clippy was a very cool little thing. I liked Clippy a lot, and it was a little bit helpful. Uh, it was a little bit silly at the same time. But, yeah, you're right. I forgot. kind of forgot about Clippy. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So, um, so uh, anyway, so real you can do quick, that. before we go out, um, yeah. whoa, we had so much we're going to talk about, but faster hotel Wi-Fi. I am always Yeah, we've got a few minutes here. Yeah. And I often go into hotels, and the Wi-Fi is really crappy. So some right. of the things you can do before you travel, go to TripAdvisor mm-hmm. and see, you know, what people have said. Mm-hmm. That you know, that's interesting. Um, yep. There are a few sites that specifically profile hotels and their wireless capabilities, like Hotel Wi-Fi Test or SpeedSpot. They right. will have listings for major properties. Um, one thing I like, and I have observed this in use, and I'm really thinking about getting it. You can carry hotspots. And you rent these hotspots. I don't know how they work, but they're supposed to be very cool. And I've seen people, when I travel, have them in their purses or in their book bags. And it's basically a personal hotspot that works anywhere in the world. And you can rent it for like $50 a month. And I think you buy the device and you rent the service or something. But those are really, really useful. And I've seen people where there's been no Wi-Fi. When I've been at a conference and everybody is doing mm-hmm. everything. Right. Um, there you go. And it's uh, amazing. So bring a personal Wi-Fi hotspot. To your uh, hotel. Because they really work well. I uh, I tried that at Bates Motel, and it didn't work out very uh, well. I tried to, you know, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess you should be careful with the hotels you book into yeah, i guess i guess i guess and don't tether your smartphone connection because you it's just going to end up causing you a, costing you a fortune uh, um, exactly we have a sure very use... okay go, oh, ahead. go ahead no 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 no, no I... i'm sorry i was going to say be sure to use a vpn when you're in a hotel because right. i once was at a hotel and it was really really bad so yeah yeah All right. When we come back on the buy of the week, uh, we're going to talk about the new iPad. All kinds of stuff come up ahead. And you found a cool story about the Clapper history. Yeah, the history of home automation. (laughs) Yeah, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Mark Cohen with Mark Marsha Collier with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 